Welcome, everybody, to the latest episode of Confessions of a Letting Agent. And today we have a gentleman called Tim Ives on. And uh, Tim is a friend of mine, actually. We met just over a year ago at uh, the Property Pin Meeting, which uh, Tim hosts. And uh, Tim is an out-and-out property investor. If you if you um, broke his arm in half, he would bleed property. He really is um, a very, very good contact of, of mine and, um, and people in property. Um, hi, Tim. How are we doing? I'm good, Ben. Yeah, very good. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you. And um, we're going to talk today a little bit about Tim's story and how we got how we got started from because he used to be. I believe Tim, you're in the in the corporate world, weren't you? Is that is that right? You you're in a long term job, successful job as well. Yeah, uh, started off. I mean, do you want me to explain a little bit? Yeah, let's go, let's go yeah. straight into it. Yeah, let's go into it. Yeah, um, I, I, you know what? It's probably a bit like the story. I, I uh, when I see or talk to quite a lot of people who, I, I'm definitely an accidental landlord. I, I, I got through this by, I suppose, starting off in property really early, doing a first refurb, but I absolutely know nothing about it. Right. Completely right. stumbled across it. Uh, yeah, I was in corporate career. I basically started off working for uh, uh, PepsiCo. Right. Graduate, graduate from yeah. Newcastle, Newcastle Uni. So I love it. Five yeah. years up there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, w- worked through for various big um, big brands, you know, PepsiCo, okay. um, uh, Dairy Crest, Nestle, people like that. And was that local in the UK or you're abroad or where you're from? Type, was it where you lived? Yeah, so I lived just down uh, near, near Harrogate. Uh, I had to, yeah, unfortunately, I mean, this is one of the reasons I sort of went into property. Um, and I started to find, you know, I was on this proper corporate hamster wheel. The more I did, you know, you move up, you go into a different job, you do, you do okay in it, um, you know, sales, marketing, commercial. Um, and yeah, and I got moved up to a, a European role um, and I spent 90% of my time sat on an aeroplane. And... Really? Yeah, right. traveling around Europe or traveling wherever sounds great. Sounds absolutely yeah. fantastic. But you're sat on your own. You're in a you're in a you're in an airport or you're in a um, you're in a hotel room, and it's yeah. genuinely it is the most depressing thing ever because of the fact that actually you know I've got three kids at home. Ben, you've got a couple, haven't you? I've got two little ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I just wasn't seeing them grow up, and um, and was, I, it, wow. it was it was probably about um, yeah, it's probably about. Two, two and a half years ago, I made the decision, right, I've had enough. Also, sorry to me, it wasn't actually that long ago. I thought you'd been nope. in property five, ten years, two, two and a half years ago. Wow. No, I have. But in terms of making it to full time. Right. OK. Um, full time. So, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been doing various things for, for quite some time. But then in terms of moving and flipping to do it full time, it was quite a bit of a decision because, you know, um, I had a, had, a, had a decent job. But... Um, yeah, I think I think the biggest challenge I found was that I actually didn't. I, I thought I knew quite a lot, and actually, the more times I go around speaking to a lot of existing landlords, they, I always find that when I speak to them, you've got a lot of people that have been in the business a long time. Yeah. Um, I would say that ninety percent of them actually know bugger all. Do you know what, Tim? <laughs> right, that, that's absolutely right. I mean, uh, absolutely right. I mean, I would say ninety percent of our landlords' clients, similar as you, you know, they have other jobs, have invested in property. But actually, and we'll talk about this in, in a short while, but nobody is sort of, and, and it, it's not like a, no one sort of like educated themselves, if you like, on, on a thorough, you know, what property is about, looked at, you know, looked at speaking to other people who are in property who have actually, you know, 
excel themselves and grow in property portfolios. And you're right. And it's only until you take that jump and accept, accept you've got to look at, you know, start educating yourself is you do really start to understand and you can scale things. So sorry to man waffling here, but so you're in this job, you're flying all over the world. You're thinking to yourself, do you know what? No, I want to spend more time with my family. I know a little bit about property. Then I presume something happened. Did you bump into someone and said, Tim, you need to go on this course. You need to look at something or what happened from there? Um, yeah, it was, it was one of those moments really that I realized that, you know, I have genuinely always, I like the product. I'm not just an investor who um, is not really bothered about the product. I'll get an architect in to do it. I genuinely will go in and uh, I'll be involved with the builder from spec of works through to, um, you know, deciding what I want the actual proposition to look like. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'll, I'll probably come on to that a bit in terms of some of the things that we do, but it was very clear from the offset that I took a real corporate approach because the, the only way I look at this is that I'm, all I've done, I've gone and set up a couple of businesses mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, the product is property, yes. but I, I like dealing, you know, like we've spoken about, I like dealing with the end consumer, I like dealing with investors. Um, and it was that sort of pivotal moment. I turned around and went, you know, what am I doing? I, I could be at home. I could, uh, I mean, you know, you had a lot of people talking about passive income. Yeah. Personally, there isn't such a, I don't think there's such a thing unless you can get something like, you know, a, a, a corporate property, uh, sorry, commercial property that you may have that's you, know, you have no issues for for 10 years, but you've always got to have a, some degree of maintenance. You've got to have some degree of dealing with the tenants. So it's, you know, managed, uh, um, managed income, I think is probably yeah. the, the okay. best way of explaining it. Yeah. But um, yeah, right, so uh, education was definitely the, the thing. First thing I wanted to do is to figure out what I knew, yeah. uh, which was, <laughs> not a great deal um you know i managed to buy i managed to buy a property it was it was cash flowing well uh it was below market value it was uh in the right area it was the right rent link and right type of tenant i wanted or right type of tenancies I wanted and i did a, a few of those okay. um this is, in the, this is in the early years sorry or this is early, early years early yeah years, early years and then and then uh, what I wanted to look at was, uh, it's it just very clear, I mean, there's, there's a guy, I don't know if you ever come across him, he's an absolute legend um, called Dan Hill. Dan Hill does something called, uh, he, he runs a couple of programs, but okay. you know, his, his sort of thought process of, um, of uh, education and training is, is quite, quite uh, inspirational. So he's not just looking at um, uh, just properties, also looking at actually how you're going to set up your business as well. Yes. And... Um, so now, first thing I did it was just just to try and do a bit of education, and, and I actually went along to a pin network, right. um, wow. and because you know that's where I thought I'll meet quite a few people. You either go to, you know, um, one, one of your local um, sort of business networking meetings. And I think yeah. probably we we met. I think it, we met may have met at Harrogate, or we may we have did. met at somewhere like that. Yeah. So yeah. I've been to sort of a few of those, and then I realised that actually my only option for was for me to take was to think right meet meet some good people surround yourself with some decent people yeah um, and then go and really educate myself so i spent a lot of time doing reading going on podcasts there's a significant amount of free stuff out there yeah massive Incredible information amount. yeah you're absolutely right massive masses of information online now for for everything but you know property absolutely everything's on there podcasts youtube videos you know um and all you have to do you know i, I don't want to we've we plugged this book before but, but the um the richest man in Babylon book. It really is that book. Just go out and speak to the successful people, follow the success, successful people and listen to what they're saying. And that's a little bit what it's about. Would you say Tim? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, God, you talk to everybody. 
who who's sort of gone through this whole thing and yeah. you know I'm, I'm sort of looking up at my books now and it is that richest man in babylon you've yeah. got um kazaki's um rich man yeah rich man for that and then uh there's one actually paul million we were just talking about him before he he put me onto one um which i've started reading as well but again you know i, I don't have the time to uh just sit down and read all the time yeah. So I spend a lot of time in the car, so or you know, out and about or walking. And uh, Audible's the best thing ever. I just listen to books. I probably do two or three a month. Yeah, just going through Audible books. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, absolutely great. I mean, I have to, I have just downloaded one of the apps um, where it's like this, it summarizes each book in fifteen minutes. Oh, Blinkist. Blinkist. I think the other one's twelve minutes or something. 12 yeah, minutes one. And uh, yeah, absolutely. I've been doing the same. Is that going for a walk? And hammering through these uh, these books and it's absolutely yeah great great way to do it yeah I, I i i do all of that stuff as well i mean i tell you what it sounds a bit of a cliche doesn't it ben because um you're sort of doing all doing all these things but it absolutely is the right thing you know it's not difficult this mm. a, a lot of it is about you know making sure you follow a process a lot of it is about making sure you don't go off and try and be massively creative and i, and I think the, the other thing as well one really really decent bit of um, advice I got really early on was just be very clear in terms of where you are in the wealth hierarchy. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, um, if you need if you need your salary to be replaced, you've got to make sure you do a, a strategy which is about cash flow. If you need if you want to get your bonuses coming in, you do something like flips. So you're not you don't need your salary. And if you're not really bothered about those, you go and think how you're going to build your pension and you think about your you're right at the top, you think about your assets. So you know, you can go and buy your buy to lets. So it all depends, you know, where you are on your journey in terms of what, you know, what's important for you and uh, and actually how much pain you want. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm guessing you went, you, uh, you, 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 you networked on some of the pin meters and met some other property, other property people. Then I presume you went on one of the courses. Is that right? And you started learning a little bit more about property. I did, yeah, probably. Um, crikey, when, when, when was this now? Probably about two and a half years ago. It was right at the beginning. I, I went on to... I did a bit of research. In fact, I did an awful lot of research and thought, you're absolutely right. I've gone to a course because I went to the pin meetings and then I thought, um, I think I went to, um, it was one of Simon Zucci's. So he okay. is, um, he's quite well known. You've either got Progressive or you've got Simon Zucci who basically yeah. give really comprehensive training. Um, I went on to one of his three days and then decided to uh, opt to go on to the year-long advanced uh, mastermind course, which you get to be with about 50 um, individuals. And again, it's, it's the education, but a lot of it is about the network. So I finished that about a year ago and I've still got a network of, you know, 50, 60 individuals I can tap into. And we, I'm, I'm got some, there are some serious developers on there, um, you know, people turning over, you know, tens of million quid um, who, who, who you can just tap into. And, and you know, they'll, brilliant brilliant set of people so you know amongst anything you know doing networking sets you up to be able to you know meet people you know I, you know let's take the example of me bumping into you or be, yeah. uh, bumping into ollie um you know i didn't know you had so many you have such a large uh, lettings business and obviously i've asked you a few questions around lettings yeah. um and it's incredible the wealth of knowledge that you can you can get off the back of that yeah. um but yeah training's formed a huge part for me i don't just Absolutely. go and do anything it's just i go and do and, and I do a hell of a lot of research beforehand. Yeah. Well, the same thing, to be honest, um, for our listeners, happened to happen to me and, and my property box. You know, 
had a letting agency for six or seven years. And about two or three years ago, we went on some big training courses in Wolverhampton and, and we went on a 12-month course as well. And that's how now we've managed to scale so 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 large. So yeah, it does happen. Never, never think you know everything because there's always somebody out there that can, you know, help you learn a bit more. And, and that's that's what we did for the for the letting side of things. So um, so Tim, so you you did this course or you did the 12 month mastermind, then you were set off on your new property journey. And where did you start? What did you start buying? What was your sort of strategy to re- to replace your income? I guess that was to leave your job and replace your replace your income. Yeah, so that was that was my primary focus and um, was to uh, look at my income stream to begin with. So um, already got buy to lets. Uh, and the next thing, what I was looking for was, I mean, as, again, I suppose it sounds you know, a bit of a cliche, but I was looking at HMOs anyway, um, but doing them in a slightly different way. Uh, I looked at the area, so I wanted to be within an hour or where I travelled. So I was really quite clear on the strategy, what I wanted to do, what I wanted, what I definitely wanted to do cash flowing stuff. And for, um, for Tim, for, for the listeners listening now, because a few of them may not understand what HMO, HMOs are, what, what is so attractive about HMOs? Why do they work so well and what are they? Oh, so um, HMO, House and Multiple Occupation. Um, and again, you've got different types of tenants that can go into there. You can have local housing, uh, universal credit. Um, you can have blue collar workers, uh, professionals, students. Um, I've opted to go for... Um, uh, professionals and we do some blue collar uh, pure purely on the basis that um, we obviously the income's significantly more um, and we do the houses up so you know they're stylish they're comfortable they feel like they're home from home um, and it's really just about looking at that sort of niche because there's just no point going down the mainstream where everybody else is operating and again um, our focus has really been about looking at should we I suppose classify second tier towns. We don't operate in places like Manchester, um, Leeds, Liverpool, you know, all the big towns. We generally try and focus on places that have got a train station, got a hospital, um, got decent employment, are roughly about um, uh, about 200,000 people, well, between 200,000 and 100,000 people that live there. Um, and, there's, and there's decent stock. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's that's what we focus on. And uh, HMOs was a, a start point for me where we got sort of five bed, and then we moved to a thing called what you call sui generis. Sui generis means it's in a in a planning classification of its own. So that's anything that's seven beds and more. Right. Um, so we started doing those. So seven beds, nine beds, eight beds. Um, why? Because I think the golden rule is it's just personal opinion. Um, you know, you can have what you call minimos, um, small uh, houses and multiple occupation where quite a few people do four beds, five beds. But if you run the numbers and if anything goes wrong, if you get a void at all, and let's be honest, voids do happen, particularly, you know, where we are now. Um, you know, if you lose, if you've got one room empty for some time, then, you know, that can be a big chunk of your profit that's gone. Of course, yeah, yeah. And also, Tim, so with these HMOs then, with your strategy going for higher, higher numbers in the rooms, is it easier to um, refinance as well when you're doing it at them levels? Uh, well, it's just a different level, Ben. Uh, so you've either got, if you're under, and again, so starting, if you had something from a three bed all the way through to a six bed, some people can do what you call bricks and mortar, right. uh, where they just get it valued based on the uh, on the actual property. But if you go into the bigger ones, seven yeah. bed plus, they generally become commercial. So they look at a blend of rental and um, uh, rental income and they also have a look at uh, the, the sort of the yield of the area 
so yeah, yeah, and then and then you know the, the plan is then you, you refinance it and take your money back out. Um, so but... you, that's what we're trying. Yeah. So with them, with them large, that strategy for the, the higher, the higher sort of larger your HMOs, you can actually take your money. Generally, often all the way back out is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, yeah, I've just done one, uh, just in a seven bed. Uh, I think I, I think I left, I think I left about eight, eight thousand in. You know what? For for leaving your skin in the game, it's not a bad one, and that nets, that nets about two thousand four hundred a month. Wow, wow. Um, yeah, so that was that was a decent, decent one. So yeah, so basically at the moment we are all about um, HMOs, and I, I think you, we, we're going to talk a little bit about that later in terms of what's in the pipeline. But um, yeah. And, um, and and also one of your strategies, just to touch on Tim as well, is standard of HMOs. You are you are doing a night. I've seen some of your, I've seen I've seen a lot of your pictures on on Facebook and social media, and they look absolutely amazing. The properties you do, so it's very. We try and push this on our, our podcast. We push this on to our landlords how important standard is, isn't it, to attract that you know decent tenant? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, thank you for saying. And uh, it's um, there. There are a few operators out there who do do an amazing job, and. You know, what we're trying to do is make sure that in, in the area that we are okay, we generally operate, uh, you know, there are four or five properties, maybe like that, maybe not. But what it has allowed us to do is to go into our areas and we've been, a, we've seen a 40% increase in our rental value by doing that. And you, you get longevity of t uh, tenant, uh, you know, housemates. Um, generally, again, it goes back to, you want to make them feel comfortable. You're giving them a load of tech. We do everything online when we let it anyway, because that's how, um, that's how our, uh, tenants who live in the share houses operate we always uh, have a, a living room a sitting room for them to be in um yeah. so all, all of those things and, and and you know we decorate them um, highly it doesn't mean we have to chuck a load of money in but we just do it in the right way i think yeah yeah amazing so basically what you're saying is in that, in that short time of two and a half years you've not only replaced your income when you're working but actually now you you know you're doing very well and you're on a property drive and you're building this business into a bit of a machine. Is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's a fair summation. Um, yeah, it's all right. I mean, we, we were just talking beforehand, you know, where where COVID has has been and how it's affected. Yeah, absolutely, it's affected. But you know, we we've got two streams of the business. We've got, in fact, three streams actually. We've got um, my uh, buy and hold business, which is where we put our buy to lets and we put our HMOs. We then do refurbishments as well, and because we do have investors that come along to us and say, "Look, we've seen what you do. Um, we can't like what you do, so therefore, will you will you do ours as well?" And say, "Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll do that." I mean, we've got some we've got a, some stuff coming through at the moment, which is quite good, quite sexy stuff actually. So I'm quite looking forward to doing that. Um, and then that that sort of led led us down the route and um, of setting up lettings business as well. So it's just another income stream and it's not our primary focus. You know, we're investors in the end of the day. We're not sure. I wouldn't say, you know, you know, Ben, when I look at you, I look at my property box, you know, very, very professional outfit, big outfit. And, you know, you really know your beans. You know, we, we're, we're investor level um, and we also provide for our investors and our uh, other landlords out there that have multi-lets because it is a specialism and not it everybody is, can right. do it absolutely and you know we're not we don't do we only do blue collar high-end blue collar and professional we don't do yeah. student uh, lets primarily but it's something that we're being asked to look at on a more regular basis um and that's we, that's the reason why we set up our lettings business fantastic so 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 just so you've got your hmo business you're doing your flips you've got your lettings business any other strategies in there? Do we need any rent to rent essays or anything like that? Are there, 
but they're the sort of three main areas you flip so your HMOs and your letting agency you're concentrating on. Have you got, <laughs> have you got other things bubbling? Yeah, so um, yeah, uh, commercial to resi. We're just doing a flat development at the moment, taking that wow. from uh, three offices to that's going to be four flats. But that's that's a nice five story townhouse we're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then and then in terms of the purchase mechanisms, quite an interesting. We've done a, well done an exchange with delay completions EDCs. We've yeah. done PLOs, and if uh, that's purchase lease options, yeah. okay. um, done a joint done a joint venture as well. Yeah. Um, okay. And then yeah, rent to rent. Um, interesting. Yeah. Rent to rent has had a sort of you always hear, don't you? It has a bit of a mixed review. It does. Yeah, and if you if you're listening to this at the moment and you're thinking to yourself, goodness, what are these? What are these terms that Tim and Ben are talking about is this is the sort of stuff that you need to look into and you need to start following people, listen to podcasts, because if you want to build, you know, a portfolio, learning these type of things is, is sort of an important part to it. You know, so look up purchase lease options, look up what rent to rent is, because we could go into it now, but it's a very sort of um, intrinsic conversation, but very important to learn about this in the in the property property world. And it's a good way as well to grow, you know, grow a business, grow a property business through these certain strategies. And there's so many strategies, isn't there, Tim? And it's not to say one that works better than the other. It's just kind of really what works for you and, and what you also enjoy doing. And, and like Tim's done, he's obviously been able to leave his leave, leave his job. Um, so, so COVID, would you say, Tim, hasn't really, it, it, you know, I know it's been an, an awful year for absolutely everybody, but from a business property point of view, it hasn't massively affected property investors. Is that is that fair to say? Um, I think it is, but I think the, the the sort of couple of big caveats. I mean, we've noticed a slowdown in terms of um, how long things take to go through legals. We've seen things have taken slower to be able to engage with councils. Financing has taken longer. Yeah. Although things like the loan to value element went down, we saw it see a bit of a dip. Um, that's bounced back up again uh interest rates um are looking decent again um you know they're not looking too bad and actually things i mean on the letting side yeah we saw i think people have actually become a little bit more transient we're seeing more people move around a heck of a lot quicker and particularly in hmo shared uh, shared living is is a lot different to you know your standard buy to let where people generally try and stay there a bit longer um yeah it's it's been uh it's been a horrid year but, um, and uh, yeah, an, an awful lot, uh, you know, terrible stuff's gone on. But um, yeah, I mean, if you look at it from uh, from a property perspective, I think actually, you know, we've been pretty lucky actually been up in the north where yeah. I think we've we've sheltered this a little bit. And if you look at, I speak to a lot of investors down in London and they are, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's terrible down there. Yeah, no, you're right. I, th- I think I agree with you. Yeah, we were, we were fortunate to, uh, you know, have things like Amazon, opening multiple sites in the northeast and yeah i think you're right i think that the south particularly london have felt it if you speak to investors down there a lot worse a lot worse and agents actually i spoke to quite a few agents before in the autumn time and yeah it's um, it's not it's completely different market to to up here at the moment but yeah property wise investment wise i know i always say this but i am i am biased but the northeast at the moment is is really flying in there and darlington in particular you know where our office is and a lot of our businesses um we've just had the Treasury announced. Did you see the news, Tim, on uh, on Wednesday last week? It's hopefully yeah, amazing. going to be moving to moving to Darlington. So um, yeah, it's amazing news for the town and, and the northeast generally. So um, so Tim, so what advice would you give to anybody who who equally maybe has dipped the toes in property? They're thinking about getting into property, or they're listening to this podcast now and and they're interested a little bit more about learn a bit more about property. Would you say you know 
start listening to podcasts? What where would you what advice would you give to them? Yeah, absolutely. What you're saying, Ben. Um, listen to uh, listen to podcasts like this. Uh, there, there there are some really really good ones out there. Um, have a look on YouTube. Just try and start to um, understand a little bit more about what you're getting into. I mean, there are some very very good books out there. Um, I'll tell you one book I'll, I'll, I'll recommend. One is Property Magic. Um, yeah. That was a book that I read. It gave uh, a significant amount of detail, lots of different strategies. So yeah, educating, get out there when you can. You know, obviously if we can't get on to um, uh, into networking at the moment, uh, get online to some of the Zoom meetings because they're still free and you'll, you'll get a wealth of knowledge. You know, Ben, if you don't mind me plugging it a little bit. Absolutely, but, um... go for it. That's what I was leading <laughs> to. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> We've got a... Um, Myself and my uh, co-host, Mark, uh, we run a networking event up in, um, well, it was actually up in Newcastle. It's called the Great North um, Pin Network. And uh, we run that every second Tuesday of the month. Uh, and we have um, Ben's our resident letting agent with, um, with Ollie. They come on and give some sterling advice. We've got a mortgage advisor that comes on as well. Um, and, not amongst, um, and amongst that, we, we have probably between uh, 30 to 40 people these are either newbies uh, existing investors that have come on and all they'll and and you know it just gives you a, a chance to be able to see right okay i'm brand new put my hand up i want to know a bit more about it and genuinely it's a community where people will just say right you know what um we've been new at one point um and we'll give you some help and advice and i was i think there was one thing that i was really cynical when i first came in it in, into it i couldn't understand why people were actually putting their hand up and trying to offer advice i, I just didn't get it yeah. You know, because coming from corporate where you used to, you know, there was a lot of, you know, should we say, not very nice people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I, I was quite surprised. And, they, you know, I've met a lot of people, very, very decent, uh, open people who are pre prepared to share with you a lot of stuff. So, you know, that's definitely one thing, education, getting out there, meeting people. And then the other one off the back of that is just make sure you're very clear on your strategy. But, you know, you can be flexible. Yeah. Um, but just, just don't, don't, chase the silver pennies that's that's the biggest thing that i re remember you know because don't think you can see a deal don't get engaged through emotion you know use your think think through your new numbers and, and you'll do all right i think definitely but yeah just just to second what what tim said about networking and, and, and the pin meeting and there's there's all sorts of property clubs and networks out there but uh yeah absolutely fantastic yeah you, you go to the pin or, or one of these type of meetings and you know there's investors that there's agents there's you know landlords and, and people share stories with you you know wins they've had things they've learned and it's honestly just a, a sharing information community and, and there's always speakers on inspiring speakers and they'll, they'll say tim's story you know leaving his job two and a half years ago now and he's you know talking he's doing multi multi-number projects that he's um that he's on with and you know he's left his job and you just get inspired by these people and honestly if you listen to this now and you want to get in property that's the place to start at the moment we've been on zoom because of obviously covid but hopefully um, in a couple of months we might be you know somewhere near and, we, and you can have a beer when you turn up and it just really is worth coming along to um and equally like tim said as well you know get 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 on the podcast listen to podcasts get on the books listen read books and the information's all out there and it's free um, it's just obviously committing to it and, and as Tom says having the right strategy in place so um next project here what have you got uh, what's got's going on in the future then what, what what's the next step for you oh crikey uh so we've got a uh development going on now it's sort of rip out says it's at week five of 13 week um that's quite an interesting one that's um said flat development uh i've got a potential 
big refurb that's going to go through probably in the next couple of months. Wow. Um, and then there's a nine bed um, HMO going to happen with another two on the back of that that will flow through in the next year or so. Okay, wow. uh, I'm just trying to see, hopefully, touch wood, uh, tie a deal up this, this week uh, to, I can't really say much more about it, but that'll be, um, yeah, that'll, that'll, turn, that'll, that'll be turned into an HMO. Right. Um, and uh, so yeah, on a bit of a mission this year, yeah. Um, to yeah, to really uh, sort of finalise my HMO plans, and then you know it's like as I said, see what there is next. Right. Um, so, you, so you'll actually be managing a few of these projects at one time, then really. That's... Yes. Yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah. Um, it's been yeah, it's been interesting, man. But it's, it's con and you're constantly learning, aren't you? I feel like, you know, in lettings and property, it's, you know, no, no day's the same and you're constantly, constantly hearing and learning new things. I've, I've learned a few things just speaking to you and listening to you now. It's, uh, it's, it's problem solving, honestly. It literally is every day. I love it. I absolutely love it. And, and I think, uh, I think you asked me right at the beginning, you know, what do I like? What do I like about it? Well, every day I get up at some stupid o'clock and I genuinely don't know what the day is going to hit me, but every day you know I, I finish earlier than i ever did and i, I get up the next day and I, I just look forward to it because actually i work for some really nice people decent people and um yeah it's not you know there's, there's only a few of us really within our business you know it's not we're not a massive business now yeah. so we're really really fluid and, I, and i've got a really decent team around me as well so that's that's why it's brilliant fantastic so you won't be going back to the uh, the corporate world anytime soon uh <laughs> no <laughs> Right, before we finish, uh, Tim, I'm not sure whether Ollie warned you of this. We need one funny story off you before we finish. Now, um, this can be anything related to property that you've seen over your um, over your stints so far and uh, anything that's happened to you uh, with any of your tenants or equally, you know, any properties that you've seen, anything, anything that's happened. <laughs> I, this is really quite hard because I had to think <laughs> who it was going out to. And, and uh, I had to be, look when you deal with builders, anything can happen, yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and um, yeah, quite a few things have happened. But um, one thing that stuck stuck in my mind was uh, we had one particular plumber that was working on a job, and he was known for absolutely hating. He wouldn't ever go into derelict properties because he hated rats. Massive, massive problem right. with them. I mean, properly scared. Right. And. Um, Anyway, we were doing up a nursing home. This was a nine bed we did, did a conversion of. It wasn't in a particularly nice state. And uh, of course, when, they, uh, when they're clearing it out, um, they found an old, um, uh, it's like, you know, those Russian hats they used to, I forgot what they're called now. I can't remember the name of them, but basically like it, it looks like a rabbit. I think I know yeah? what you mean, yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, the, the, other, the builders thought it'd be really, really good fun to uh, tie a piece of string to this thing, put it in the, in the boiler cupboard. And, uh, they, and they called him up. So he didn't see the string. It was hidden in all the dust. He opens the door. This thing pulls out. It looked like a rat. Oh. I, I, <laughs> he ran out. He wouldn't come back in. He would not come back in. He literally wouldn't come back in. So, um, yeah, it's... Um, I'd say, obviously, I can't say what he did say, but... Uh, yeah. Petrified. Absolutely petrified. petrified. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. 
Right. Um, hey, Tim, thanks so much for coming on. It's really, really appreciate your time today. And um, I'm sure if, if anyone has any questions for Tim, I'm sure if you drop me an email, um, which is uh, then at mypropertybox.co.uk, I'm sure I can forward on to Tim. And I'm sure he'll be willing to help anybody anywhere he can. And equally, if you come on to the PIN meeting, um, which I think is our next one is it's tomorrow night, I think. Is it Tim? Seven o'clock? Tomorrow night, yeah. So if you go on to the, the uh, greatnorthpin.co.uk, um, actually, if you use the code PODLETS, you can, uh, you, if you've not been onto it before, you can get them for free. Wow. Okay, fantastic. That's tomorrow night, seven o'clock. Um, but thanks for coming on, Tim. And um, thanks to everybody for listening. And uh, Tim, I'll see you tomorrow night on uh, the PIN meeting. And um, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, <clears throat> hit the subscribe button and give us a follow. Thank you very much.